Hyundai Motor Group is the third largest automaker in the world by volume. This is no mean feat for a company that just some years ago was considered a low-quality copycat. Now, the three auto brands in HMG's stable are nipping at the heels of well-established competitors and winning award after award. The Hyundai that we see today, especially from an American perspective, um, would surprise people if they remember the Hyundai that first entered the American automobile market years ago. While Tesla still dominates the EV industry, Hyundai and Kia are inching closer. So far on the electrification side, you know, Hyundai has done a really great job. They've put some, some fantastic products out there. But the company doesn't stop at EVs. It wants to revolutionize manufacturing, invest in robotics, autonomous driving, and flying taxis. Many of the bold ambitions other automakers have stepped back from, Hyundai remains committed to. I think we are a technology company. When you look at uh, everything we're doing, uh, we're doing things that, that are almost science fiction. But the company has faced plenty of setbacks, a plague of thefts so bad some insurers refused to cover their cars, millions of vehicles at risk of catching fire, a looming union push, and a snub from the U.S. government. On top of it, in this time of tremendous change, there are no proven strategies for success. Everything is a gamble, and Hyundai is a player. In just one decade, Hyundai Motor Company, which excludes Kia, went from about $80 billion in revenues to an expected $124 billion. Sales dipped slightly in 2020, but by 2021, more than recovered. 2023 was Hyundai's third consecutive year of record-breaking retail sales, this time totaling more than 700,000 units, about eight times Hyundai's total sales in the late 1990s. Of course, several automakers reported large gains in what economists called a surprisingly good year. But Hyundai did surpass American-Italian automaker Stellantis. As of January 2024, Hyundai is now the fourth most popular brand in the U.S., behind Ford, GM, and Toyota. The Hyundai-Kia duo, along with Hyundai's premium brand, Genesis, beat all of those companies in EV sales. This is despite the fact that its vehicles didn't fully qualify for the federal tax credit. Customers can get discounts if they lease Hyundai vehicles, which has sent the company's lease rates from 2% to 30. They're generally widely considered you know, some of the most advanced vehicles, especially their electric vehicles. The eGMP platform and some of the stuff that's coming in, in the next few years is considered some of, the, some of the best EVs on the market. eGMP stands for Electric Global Modular Platform. The skateboard-like chassis is meant to be extremely flexible, enough to underpin a wide range of vehicle shapes. It is loaded with cutting-edge tech, among other things, rapidly fast charging. I want to just call the attention to what happened recently in Chicago when the temperatures were extremely low, right? So uh, uh, thankfully our cars have different technology, different system, and then uh, had no issues with the charges or with the vehicles. 2023 U.S. sales of its fully electric Ionic 5 were up 90%. The hybrid Tucson and plug-in hybrid Santa Fe both set sales records. 
in a bit of historical irony, the Hyundai Ionic 5, um, by every, by basically everyone's standards, is a far, far superior product to Toyota's comparable competitor, which would be the BZ4X. It is a historical irony because you could argue Hyundai got to where it is today in part by imitating Toyota. Hyundai Motor was founded in 1967, growing out of one of Korea's massive, typically family-run conglomerates known as Chaebols. Its first assembly plant in Ulsan, Korea, is still one of the world's largest factories, capable of making 1.6 million vehicles a year. Ulsan's first project was making a car for Ford, the Cortina. What it learned led to its first car, the Pony. It then made a move it would repeat in the future, recruit a talented outsider, in this case, Giorgetto Giugiaro. Uh, one of the most iconic names in car design. And he was the one that, uh, that styled the original Pony's exterior. And that helped ensure that you know, this car coming from a nation that was not known for building cars, um, had a car that looked modern and contemporary and all that. The Giugiaro design successor, the Excel, was the first car sold in the US in 1986. They were cheap, uh, you know, I mean, literally cheap in, in every sense of the word. You got what you paid for. Its low price, iconic designer, and the fact that it was from an Asian country at a time when Americans were besotted with the Japanese reputation for quality and reliability made it a staggering success. It sold 100,000 units in the first seven months, nearly 169,000 for the full year, probably the strongest US launch by an import car maker ever. But pretty quickly, customers realized Hyundais weren't built to the standards of Japanese cars. By 1998, Hyundai's annual U.S. sales had dropped to about 90,000 vehicles. The top management realized about uh, how important uh, quality and safety was, and there was a huge focus on improving uh, the qualities. Hyundai's chairman and CEO at that time, Chung Mong Koo, adopted a fast follower strategy. Adopt the best practices of leading car manufacturers, which at the time meant Japanese automakers like Toyota and Honda. Under him, Hyundai ruthlessly benchmarked its quality against its neighbors. Then they designed a lot of automation in the, at the end of the assembly line to do quality checks. They were keeping good records on quality defects, which let them diagnose stuff. In early 2000, actually their uh, quality level uh, became very compatible to uh, U.S. big three cars and uh, Japanese cars, even though their brand uh, value it, uh, was still lower than their competitors. The next step was to put its money behind its new claim by launching a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. That was a real headline grabber. It certainly helped communicate to consumers, to American consumers, that Hyundai was actually serious about quality now. They were no longer the purveyor of cheap, um, uh, poorly made cars. Um, no, they were now cars that were well built enough to be backed by uh, one of the strongest warranties that anybody had ever heard of. The 1997 Asian financial crisis led to the collapse of many companies in South Korea, including car makers. Daewoo was a casualty, and so was Kia, until Hyundai bought a 51% stake in hopes it would boost sales in Europe and the US and repair its image problem. Over time, the stake has been reduced to about 33%. 
Hyundai offered $886 million and proposed creditors forgive 80% of Kia's more than $7 billion debt. The two combined formed the Hyundai Motor Group. The arrangement is complex, but allows the two companies to share technology, platforms, and crucially, top staff. They brought in heavy hitters from respected European brands, Peter Schreier from Volkswagen Group and Luke Donkervolk, previously at Bentley, Lamborghini, Audi, and Skoda. Engineer Albert Biermann came from BMW's high-performance M division. That really started to transform the way people thought about products from this company. Suddenly you had cars like the Veloster N and then, you know, their SUVs. You start to see really interesting design across all three of these brands. You know, they didn't look like anything else. You know, they were, they were really attractive and each, each brand had its own unique signature to it. There have been missteps and obstacles. Its high-end Genesis brand struggled at first despite critical acclaim. This is primarily because its lineup for the first six years of its existence was made up of sedans in a market that was turning toward SUVs. More alarmingly, millions of Hyundai cars have been recalled over fire risk. The company's reputation took a hit after a rash of thefts. The cars lacked engine immobilizers, a mechanism that renders the engine useless in the event of a theft. These are just some of the wild videos posted on TikTok cars stolen in just seconds. Despite the fact that, you know, they have a much better quality reputation today than they did 25 or 30 years ago, there's still things that keep popping up here and there. Hyundai has spent hundreds of millions of dollars addressing the crisis, both in developing The Fix, a software update, and providing clinics and stadiums and parking lots with hired technicians to avoid overwhelming dealers. It's been a huge success and then we see a lot of positive sentiment and definitely a decline in the number of uh, anti-theft uh, cases, right? Like its peers, Hyundai is also facing a labor movement emboldened by exceptionally successful negotiations with Detroit automakers. The United Auto Workers Union has turned its attention toward foreign automakers with non-union U.S. factories. As of February 2023, the union says more than 30% of workers at Hyundai's Montgomery, Alabama plant have signed union cards. Hyundai says it plans to raise wages by 25% through 2023. We don't have facts to justify or to confirm that they have 30%. We will just stay the course. We'll offer our employees the very best. Uh, we have support from uh, our management in the plant, from uh, the local authorities, from the state authorities. And then, uh, you know, if uh, one day we have to make an election, okay, let's go and, and get the workers to, to choose. So far, they've chosen not to be unionized, and let's see what happens. It is also hampered by trade policies. The federal EV tax credit through the Inflation Reduction Act is only fully available to American-made cars. When President Biden visited uh, South Korea uh, back in 2022, and then uh, our executive chair, Mr. Chong, presented uh, to him uh, the investment plans in the United States, which at the time were $10 billion. Uh, now we're more than 12.6 billion uh, and probably growing, right? So the president said, uh, no worries, we appreciate your investment, uh, we won't let you down. That was May, in August, we saw IRA. And all of a sudden, uh, our cars uh, uh, would not qualify for the so-called IRA, uh, which in our view was uh, uh, not good. We um, uh, were not happy, but we said, 
will double down so that we will uh, hopefully qualify sooner rather than later. The $12.6 billion is going to a plant near Savannah, Georgia. It's a site that will include both vehicle assembly and two battery manufacturing plants, both in partnership with Korean battery tech makers. Nevertheless, Hyundai has kept up with investments in hybrids, plug-in or otherwise, a powertrain automakers such as Toyota have argued are a better solution for electrification in the short term. But also I've mentioned to, to the dealers that uh, we will be ready uh, to react and be flexible uh, should the conditions change. So for example, uh, what if uh, consumers want more hybrids? Okay, then we'll produce more hybrids, we'll bring more hybrids uh, to the market. We, we need to be always uh, flexible. But in principle, we still see the, the great opportunity on the battery EVs. But it has also publicly boasted it has the world's largest share of hydrogen vehicles, a powertrain that has not taken off in passenger cars and has been ridiculed by the likes of Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Hyundai makes the Nexo fuel cell vehicle and teased the hydrogen-powered N-Vision 74 concept. A new factory and innovation center in Singapore is highly automated and uses what it calls a cell-based production system. Cars are assembled at stations rather than on the conveyor that dominates the industry. This is where Hyundai is working on many of its newest ideas. Is. These are the ones Munoz grows most excited about. He uses the term science fiction frequently. Some people criticize Hyundai Motor Company because you know those areas are too much advanced. So that you know the, those that, each of those areas had a high level of uncertainty. A partner, supplier Aptiv, said on a recent earnings call it would begin reducing its investment in Motional a joint project that makes autonomous driving technology, another once-hyped area that other automakers, such as Ford, have backed away from. Hyundai has not. So technology is something good, uh, and we are uh, fully committed to that. So one of the partners, uh, which uh, we appreciate very much, they decide uh, to, to reduce or to exit, okay, that's, uh, that's fine. Hyundai is also taking risks in distribution. The automaker is also the first to collaborate with Amazon on a pilot project selling cars through its platform. The online sales uh, are going to happen no matter what, uh, with and or without Amazon, and with and or without Hyundai, because def definitely this is the trend uh, for ev everybody. You know, they don't imitate the Tesla, they don't imitate Toyota, they don't imitate U.S. companies, because in this new industry, new game board, there is no leader. This is which is totally different from uh, past industry. This has changed the culture. Management under Chung Mong Koo was top down, laser focused on a clear goal: improve Hyundai's status in quality rankings. Five years ago, uh, if I thought I would be where we are today, uh, well. Uh, I was not as optimistic. I thought we were gonna make progress, but I think we've made way more progress than everybody expected.